So it's all about gathering those clues, looking at those themes and those through lines and those commonalities, and then being able to ask really, really specific questions about how you can incorporate more of those things. Hey, everybody, I'm Julie, and welcome to Women with Cool Jobs. Each episode will feature women with unique, trailblazing, and innovative careers. We'll talk about how she got here, what life is like now, and actionable steps that you can take to go on a similar path or one that's all your own. This podcast is about empowering you. It's about empowering you to dream big and to be inspired. You'll hear from incredible women in a wide variety of fields, and hopefully some that you've never heard of before. Women who build robots and roadways, firefighters, C-suite professionals surrounded by men, social media mavens, entrepreneurs, and more. I'm so glad we get to go on this journey together. Hello, everybody. This is Julie Berman, and welcome to another episode of Women with Cool Jobs. So today, this is number two of the Get Spark series. The first one that came out last was all about explore how you can interview women with cool jobs too. And today, the second one is finding your own spark. So if you are not sure what kind of cool job you want, but you know what you are doing now isn't it, it's not cutting it. Like maybe it just doesn't feel aligned, you don't feel energized, you're bored, or you're just like looking for something else, then this is going to be an important episode to listen to. Maybe you are asking yourself some tough questions like, what do I want to do with my life? Or what is actually going to make me happy? Because right now I am not right. Like I am not feeling energized. I am just feeling super stuck. I am feeling frustrated or annoyed or like, you know, all these emotions sometimes that when we get into a job and after sometimes many years, we might get is feeling like we need more of a challenge or we're searching for something else. We're not just sure what that something else might be. This can help you do some really great exploration and give you some clarity to see what feels aligned for you, what ways you might need to pivot, what more that you could maybe add into a current job. Like if you don't actually want to leave what kinds of things you could do that really would spark you, whether it's like an extra project where it's asking to shadow someone maybe on a different team in the company. So there's lots of different options. And the ultimate goal is to find what sparks you. So here we go. The first thing that is the most important is to really trust your inner compass, to trust that gut instinct, that knowing inside of you and to honor it. There are so many times when I was younger that I just sort of pushed that inner knowing or like that gut instinct, whatever you want to call it. I just like pushed it aside or push it down. I really didn't respect it and I didn't pay attention to it. And as I've gotten older, I have learned that every time when I pay attention to it, it goes really, really well when I don't pay attention to it, but I like have a mental note of something, or as I call them red flags, 
then those things usually don't go so well. And I have luckily become more in tune to paying attention. And so I strongly suggest if this is something that you are not really used to doing, this is such a powerful tool for you. And I I often check in like at big moments. In other words, if you're going on like a big interview or you're doing something new where like maybe you just joined a new organization or like a new team at work or maybe you're doing something even new for like one of your kids activities is to really check in before during and after that activity or that process and see how you're feeling because that really, really is going to inform you on not only what you're feeling in that moment, but it's going to help you keep in tune with how you feel and use that information for the future. So number one is trust that inner compass, that inner knowing. The second thing is to finding your spark. We want to go through and get clear on what makes you happy and what makes you feel alive. And to do that, there's this really great process that you can do called the seven days of awareness. And it's really all about discovery. It's about noticing and taking notes, making notes. It's about then finding the common things, the common threads, the through lines in your life. So this activity is very much what it sounds like. It's being aware for seven days in a row. So today is Monday when I'm recording this. So it'd be like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you would go and you would think about what you are doing in that moment. You would think about how you are feeling. Like, are you feeling energized and excited when you were doing this activity, when you're participating in something? Or are you feeling like you are hating it? You feel bored, you feel tired, like you're it's just lackluster. It's all about noticing what was I doing? When was I doing this? Where was I? Who was I with? What kinds of resources or tools or technology am I using? What is my environment? What was I thinking about? How did I feel? So the beauty of recording this, ideally at least a few times a day, like maybe sometime in the morning, sometime in the afternoon, sometime in the evening, you can take a few minutes to jot down the activity and all these details about it. And the more information and specifics that you can provide to paint the picture, the better off you are going to be at the end of this activity. And the idea is like, if you were handing this over, this description over to someone, are they able to not only understand what you were doing, but are they able to have this very clear, vivid picture in their minds of what you were doing, how you were doing it, what you were using to do this, who you were surrounded by, and how you were feeling about it. That is the kind of detail you're going to want to include. And you're going to do this ideally 
again, for seven days in a row, you're going to be tracking a few times a day and you're going to then at the end have all of this great information, this great detail that really allows you to then do some excellent introspective digging on yourself and to try to start putting together the puzzle pieces of you. So at the end of these seven days, you are going to, however you record this information, and there's like no right or wrong way, you can do it by hand, like in a diary, in a spiral bound notebook. You can do it on an app in your phone, like the notes. You can do it if you have fancy Excel sheet and that's your jam. You can do it any of the ways. There's no wrong or right way to do it, but however works for you. And then the idea is you are going to want to go through and really figure out if there's any common threads, if there's any commonalities that pop out, whether that has to do with something like who you're working with. So for example, if you notice that you are always really, really excited and loving what you do when you are working with groups of people, maybe small groups of people from 10 to 15 other people, and that really, really lights you up, you're going to want to note that down. Maybe you're also noticing that when you are in a physical environment where you can do something with your body, like movement or with your hands, that that really, really uh, makes you feel energized and makes the time just fly by. That is important to know. And maybe like you are an avid person who like loves tennis. And so you just love not only the fact that you get to connect with someone else and like you have this sort of the social aspect before and after, but then you're like doing the physical aspect during the game. And that's really something that lights you up. And then you notice at work, like you also love to work one-on-one with other people and like almost volley right back and forth with ideas and brainstorming that really lights you up. Like there's something to that. That is a common thing. There's a through line there. So you're going to want to notice those types of through lines. And you can do that from everything to the tech you're using to the environment you're in. Like I know for me, for example, I'm currently sitting at my desk in front of a window and I have the blinds open because I love natural light. That's very important to me. I, when I was working in an office environment, I worked in one Um, one place and it was so dark. Like I had my own office and I was very grateful for it, but I didn't have any windows. I didn't have any natural light and I was on a computer all day, every day. So it was really tough for me. And I, you know, it's like, I realized I love natural light. I love to be able to see what's going on outside and see a little bit of nature and trees in the sky. So noticing all those things for what gives you energy, what makes you feel alive, uh, what excites you, what allows you to drop into flow. Like all of those things are so important to note. And you're going to want to do all of that sort of going through almost like a Cliff's note summary of you. You're going to want to do that on a separate piece of paper or like a separate note. So you can kind of have that information front and center for not only what 
what sparks you, what you love and where you feel comfortable and what tools and resources you may love doing, the people you love working with. So just the more information that you can call from those seven days of awareness is really, really going to help you start to pinpoint what sparks you, what gives you energy and what makes you excited about life. And then you're going to take that and you're going to go even further and you are going to start to really ask yourself some important questions and notice what, you know, like what types of things in your past have also brought you the, like the biggest sense of fulfillment or like you're living in your purpose? What things have you done just simply because you love them and they brought you joy and you weren't getting paid to do them? And so you're going to want to think about what is filling your cup and your past what felt like all opposite of that, like that it was just draining your cup, that it was just taking so much effort and felt so difficult. And you're going to want to consider too, like what are not only those things in your work life, in the career that you've had, the different jobs you've had, but also taking a look at the relationships that you have, whether you are doing something within the community whether you are um, doing something, you know, to maybe help a spouse or a loved one, children, what are those relationships that you have, good friends, and then also thinking about the education. So this is not only education that you have had that's a formal education, like the degrees, the letters, the certifications, those types of things. It can also be simply listening to things like my podcast, someone else's podcast, going on YouTube and doing like a super deep dive into a certain topic. And that can be anything from like, how can I learn how to play the guitar to learning how to knit? making different soaps by yourself or to learning how to do a podcast. There are so many different things, but like a lot of times we don't give ourselves credit for those types of educational experiences, but those really can shed amazing amounts of light on what we love to do, what drives us, what we're passionate about. And also, you know, taking into account the things that you've done that are like leisure activities, whether it's things you've done, like you've gone on a vacation and maybe you've gone on some incredible hikes to like the most gorgeous places, or maybe you purposely go out of your way to try really incredible restaurants and all the places you go. So thinking about all those things from different aspects of your life can really also help you think about what sparks you, what is meaningful and gives you purpose, what makes time fly by. And then again, going into those themes and through lines that are common, that are, you know, things that pop up over and over again. And how do those relate to one another? The more things that you can sort of pick apart and find the details of, that is going to really help paint the picture and start you knowing more about you and what sparks you. And then through that, the next step 
is what I call, you know, history reduces mystery. So looking to your past to help create your future. When you look at not only what you've discovered through doing that seven days of awareness, that's like your present, right? Kind of analyzing your present, how you're feeling about things. Then that next step was really noticing what was happening in your past, thinking about the things that you've loved, things that ultimately you haven't loved, but all ultimately like what's really sparked you, what you really, really are passionate about, what makes time fly by and what you just like would do without getting paid. And you always seem to be able to find the time for it. That is going to help inform what you can do in the future. And so it's all about gathering those clues, looking at those themes and those through lines and those commonalities, and then being able to ask really, really specific questions about how you can incorporate more of those things, either into your current job, what you're doing now, and thinking about, okay, well, if I know, for example, that I love to work with people and the times that I notice that I've been happiest this week was when I was collaborating with someone else, whether it was like brainstorming, whether it was creating something or reviewing something, that this is really something that's important to my drive and and like my passion and my my energy, that you'd want to incorporate more of that into your work. And so instead of maybe having that as a small part of your day or your week, really trying to figure out more ways you can incorporate that. And a lot of times you can think about and brainstorm on your own within your current job, like how can you do this? And then maybe bring some really solid two or three ideas to your supervisor and just sit down and see, is this a possibility for me to incorporate XYZ activity or idea to collaborate more with this certain team, to work more with this specific person, because I've noticed that I really enjoy working in this collaborative manner to and do what it is that you love to do. So whether it's to collaborate or brainstorm or to refine an idea. So figuring out specifically what it is will help you be able to create a future that involves something you're really, really energized and happy to do. You can also think about not only adding something into the specific work environment, but maybe suggest something like working with another team outside of the team you're currently on or doing a special project that might be a little bit outside of your current scope. But if you are really meeting your sort of responsibilities and your goals, then adding something additional should hopefully be something that's a very welcome idea to your supervisor because that will really help them see how driven you are to not only just succeed at what you're currently doing, but then saying like, I am willing and eager to learn something else to collaborate with other people. And I think that is a really powerful thing in the workplace today. Like it's not so much about the specific skills you have, but I think it's really, really important to show flexibility and a genuine interest in learning. And that certainly will do that. So those are a few ideas of how to tweak things at a job. Like if you just don't see yourself wanting to leave, but you just need like a little bit more challenge, a little bit more excitement, you want to really dive into something new that you feel like will be fun. That's a way to incorporate it. Another idea 
is of course, if you are looking at doing something and maybe exploring something new, you can kind of see where those commonalities lie. Like look at the environments you were in that really sparked you. Look at the activities that you were doing, the tools you were doing, and they might help put a puzzle together that you had not seen before. And make sure that you're thinking not only within your own niche or like career industry, that you are thinking on a much more global and broad spectrum because we all are able to apply so much of these skills and our experiences from one career or one niche to many, many others. And a fantastic example of this is um, when I did an interview, I had spoken with a incredible woman and she is very, very much able to apply her skill set to a lot of different areas, but she happens to drive some huge, huge vehicles. So her name is Sam and she has the skill set of being able to drive these all sorts of giant machines. And she does so in rural Canada where she is like paving huge paths. She's making ponds. She is doing a whole bunch of different work. And the incredible thing is like, first of all, right, you'd never hear about women who are driving these huge pieces of machinery, which is really, really rad. But then on top of that, like her skill set is incredible because when I was talking to her, I realized for part of her job, she has such creative ability to plan out in her head how she's going to tackle this particular project. So she has to think about, you know, if she is flattening an area and and she, you know, her task is to like clear it out and then to completely flatten it, she has to think about how she's going to do that. And like, is she going to zigzag? Is she going to go back and forth? Like, is there a slope? Is it completely flat? All these different details, take those into account. And then she's got to really like map it out in her head, plan it. So there's planning, there's strategy, there's creativity, there's thinking about how she can do that. And that ability can transfer to so many different fields. She can actually apply that. Like if you think about the ability to maybe do some sort of like marketing task and thinking about, okay, well, if I'm planning and I'm creating this like creative launch for a company, like what is that going to look like? The planning, the strategy, the look, the feel of it. And like, how does that all go together? Putting together those pieces, like those are two completely different skills, but um, or completely different niches, but yet she can use some of those same skill sets to do both of those jobs. So it's just so interesting how many of the skills that we have, they do overlap, but we may not necessarily realize um, or think about how we can take something from one area and totally apply it to a completely different niche or career. And in case you're interested in that episode, it was from a while ago, but still really incredible. That was Sam Inskip and she's a heavy equipment operator. So definitely go check that episode out. She is super cool. And just, I had such a blast talking with her about all the incredible machines that she gets to drive. Like the tires, if you look at the pictures, 
on social media, literally some of the tires are as big as her or bigger. It's such incredible work that she does. So go check that out. But going back to that whole idea of those transferable skills and and being really, really open to not only looking within your current field, but also exploring a whole bunch of different ones can open up so many doors and so many opportunities. So those are just a few things that you can do to find your own spark. And if you haven't yet, go also check out this Sparkotype assessment, it is free. I am, if you don't know, I am starting my business and I'm a certified Sparkotype advisor. I have done training with Jonathan Fields, who wrote a book all about being sparked. And he created these 10 different archetypes, which he calls Sparkotypes because they help you find what sparks you from like a super deep genetic, like DNA level. And it's all about what you can't not do. Like you would do something because you just love it so much. You would do it. You don't get paid to do it, but you can't not do it. And I think about like, even for me, when I think about what I'm doing, it's like, I'm doing all this research because I really actually love doing research. I never realized how much I love to do research and I'm actually really pretty good at it. And I love finding new guests. And it's just funny that doing even this spark type assessment for myself, I figured out so many things about myself and helped connect the dots and put together this much more vivid portrait of who I am and what sparks me and what makes me feel alive and makes me feel in my purpose by doing this sparked assessment. So if you haven't done it yet, definitely go to www.sparkotype.com. It's S-P-A-R-K-E-T-Y-P-E.com. You can take the free assessment. And if you'd ever be interested in diving deeper into finding out what sparks you, I do one-on-ones. I love to do small groups as well. And I also am doing the um, sort of corporate side of things, whether it's workshops, figuring out how people can work more efficiently together, using everyone's strengths, whether it's team building. I love doing that too. So definitely find me on Instagram at Women Cool Jobs. You can also reach out via my website, www.womenwithcooljobs.com. And I just am so appreciative that you are here listening. And I hope that this episode and this series is helping you find some incredible women who have cool jobs. It's helping to show you what is possible and also allowing you to figure out what sparks you, what lights you up. And definitely, if you have questions, if you have any things that you've noticed, if you took the assessment, if you've done this yourself, I would love to hear the feedback or like what you, what you've come across, just more knowledge about yourself and what you love to do. It's always so much fun to hear from you all and um, your thoughts and, and sharing what resonated with you. So take care and thank you as always for listening. Hey everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Women With Cool Jobs. I'll be releasing a new episode every two weeks. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you loved the show, please give me a five-star rating. Also, it would mean so much if you shared this episode with someone you think would love it or would find it inspirational. And lastly, 
Do you have ideas for future shows or do you know any rock star women with cool jobs? I would love to hear from you. You can email me at julie at womenwithcooljobs.com or you can find me on Instagram at womencooljobs. Again, that's womencooljobs. Thank you so much for listening and have an incredible day.